a front row seat to the untold stories as we talk about how to live life on your terms. You're officially part of the inner circle. Welcome to Courtside with Courtney. And don't worry, I comped your ticket. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside with Courtney. This one is going to get juicy because we are doing assumptions about me and I am fucking terrified. (laughs) I asked you guys on Instagram. I went on and I said, type your assumptions about me, drop them in the box. I'm scared. I have not looked until just now I'm opening this up and I'm just going to kind of go down. There are a lot. So I'm going to kind of scroll and choose. There's probably going to be a little bit of everything, honestly. There's some super nice ones I'm seeing, some not nice ones, some funny ones. We're going to just get into it. So let's talk about your assumptions about me. Quality over quantity when it comes to friendships, a million percent, especially this year and last year. I feel like last year for me was really a cleaning out and a cutting and a sorting through of people that no longer needed to be in my life, at least not in a close proximity. And now this year is all about filling up myself and the people around me. And those people that are remaining, the people left standing are the good ones, the quality ones, the ones that I want to invest my time in. I've come to learn throughout my life that my time is so valuable and precious and I don't have a minute of it to waste on people that suck, that are shitty friends that feel like one-sided or that spend their entire time gossiping about other people that don't make me feel good, that don't celebrate me and my highs and aren't there for me and my lows really has to be someone that can run the gambit on both sides of that. And I want to do all those same things for people. I also realized over time, the more mind and like time and attention I gave fringe people, the less I was able to show up for the people that really mattered to me as well. Because just as much as I don't want to go and spend my time with people that aren't being good friends to me, I want to be able to show up as a really good friend to other people. And I can't do that if I have 87 best friends. So I've really cut and cleaned out and I'm feeling so much better about it and genuinely can say that I trust my inner circle of people right now. And I think that if I look back on the past couple of years of my life, that's not always been true. So I feel grateful to be in that place. So yes, all about quality over quantity when it comes to friendships. It's also very much how I was raised. My mom always taught me growing up a little bit of like the less is more thing. You don't need 900 best friends. You just need a couple really good ones that are going to be there for you no matter what. And of course you're there for them no matter what too, but you really can't do that when your circle's too big. I honestly used to have so many, but you seem so confident and calm now. That's really nice. Thank you. Well, that's cool. I think it's interesting and amazing to see. I think over time, I've almost gone through this mountain journey of feeling like I was sharing a lot and then I wasn't sharing a lot and sharing a lot and not sharing a lot as far as vulnerability and openness goes. And I'm happy to say that I'm at a time and place in my life where because I'm feeling so good and grounded within myself, I'm able to be more genuine and vulnerable with you guys instead of doing it 
for like a performative thing at all, like feeling like I need to come on and defend myself about certain things or I'm able just to be me. And I think it's really cool to this person who wrote the comment. I think it's really cool for your views of me to change and evolve over time as well. That to me signals that you're in a really good place and happy and healthy. So I appreciate that. That you're a girl's girl, 110%. If you did my friend wrong, like I feel it in my soul. My friend, one of my best friends and I were talking the other day because she had a really brutal breakup. I don't even, I don't even know if breakup would be the right word. I am going to try to get her on a podcast episode when she's ready. But one of my best friends recently went through like a very traumatic experience within a relationship and the way that it all ended and the things that came to light. And it's like, I felt so tired and drained and it almost like took me back to that place with her when she went through it because I'm so ride or die for my friends. Like if you hurt somebody I love, like I feel the knife in my back too. So yes, girl's girl for sure. Let's get some juicy ones. You don't own granny panties. I don't think I have like a granny panty. I think if anything, I have like a boy short. I have like boxers our boxers that we like, but I don't find regular underwear super comfortable. I feel like if anything, I have more like over the top lingerie that I don't wear because it's not comfortable, but I'm not really a granny panty girl. You were a mean girl in high school. I was actually the dead opposite of this in high school and used to stand up for people who other people were being mean to. Like I would almost insert myself into situations trying to defend other people that I hate when people are mean to other people. And I remember a couple of years ago, there were a few gossip sites. So it was like probably 2020, 2021, when everyone was really just like coming after influencers and it was like full swing cancel culture and left and right. And people were like trying to, you know, dissect people's old tweets and go through things and just like dig up dirt on people. It was very stressful. But I remember thinking and Audrey and I having the conversation of like, I really don't have shit to hide. So when it comes to things like stories from high school and there just really aren't any because it just wasn't who I was as a person. And I think someone even wrote, it was like one of those gossip Instagrams and someone even wrote that, like saying that they thought I was a mean girl in high school and someone from my high school responded and was like, I didn't hang out with her. We weren't like in the friend group, but she was so nice to me. So no, I was not a mean girl. That doesn't mean I've never like been mean, I'm sure in my the whole course of my life, but definitely not, um, not my vibe or style at all. I think we all have like moments that I'm sure we aren't proud of when we're hormonal and growing up. I'm definitely not perfect. That's not what I'm suggesting, but definitely not a mean girl. You are very sensitive, spiritual, and protective of your circle. I think that's true. I think I try to pretend like I'm not sensitive and be tougher than I am. I was joking around earlier saying I really love like a good rom-com and I love a cheesy ass movie. I love it. It makes me smile. It makes me feel so good. And I made a joke to Kirsten and Allie saying like, don't tell anyone, don't want to ruin my reputation. But as much as I am jaded and like low-key cynical, I'm also a hopeless romantic. So I definitely think I'm more sensitive than I show people most of the time. And anytime I've ever had a negative reaction in my life or gotten upset, whether it's like in a relationship and I really like pop off about something, it's because I'm hurt. Like it comes from a place of being like upset or offended or sad. So I definitely think I'm more sensitive than I like to admit that I am and definitely spiritual and very protective of my people. Like I will take a bullet for somebody that I love. 
tall. I know you're short, but I have always thought you were tall. Everyone thinks this. I've said this a lot, but it always comes up. I think I just have really long legs for my height and I'm proportioned like a tall person, but small. I don't know how else to explain it. I don't have small hands. I don't have small feet, but I am like overall small. It's very weird, but like, I don't know, even my hand size, I feel like I hold it up next to people who are five, three, like I am. And my hands are always so much bigger (laughs) and my feet. It is true. I was even in Pilates the other day. The instructor was like, if you're tall, put your hands down here, like on the block on top of the reformer. And she was like, and if you're short, like if you're under five, four, five, five, then don't like put your hands here. So I had my hands where she was instructing for the people that were under five, five, because I'm only five, three again. And she came over to my reformer and she was like, how tall are you? And I was like, five, three. And she's like, okay, no, like put your hands down. So I don't know, like my body proportions are just that of a tall person. I also think camera angle when you're taking photos also makes a big difference. If you want to look smaller, like skinnier, you take a picture up high. If you want to look taller, you take a picture down low. I always like to take my pictures either straight on or down low because I prefer to look taller. Like I like the length in the legs and stuff. So I think that probably helps in photos too. But when you guys are seeing like mirror try-ons and stuff, I don't know. I think I just have weird proportions, but I am only 5'3". That you take zero shit from people. Facts. I'm just in the take no shit era of my life. And I feel so happy to be here. Finally, I think for so long, I was like, I don't want to care what people think. And I don't want to lose sleep over it. But I kind of did still to some capacity. Now I genuinely don't care because I've realized that no matter what I do, there are always going to be people miss commit, like committed to misunderstanding me. And I have to just be okay with that. If I'm not okay with that, I can't have this profession. So I've quickly realized that I have to not care what other people think. And I think that allows me to take zero shit. And you guys already know in in dating, I take zero shit too. I'm high maintenance. That's probably true. I probably am high maintenance. I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to own that one. I don't know either though, like why low maintenance is like necessarily a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Like, I think it's okay to be a little high maintenance. I like to have my nails done. I like to go to the hair salon. I want to get up. I want to get glam. I want to have a cute ass fit on. I have really high expectations of the people around me. I think that's how I've been able to like elevate people around me too. And I expect to surround myself with people who also elevate me. So honestly, yeah, I think I probably am high maintenance. Now, that is not to be confused with stuck up. I was on a date the other day and he said something we were talking, we were doing those cards where it's like a card game and you ask somebody a question. And one of the things was something along the lines of what do you surprised about or what's something that you've like discovered after getting to know me. And one of the things that he said was that I was really down to earth and really grounded. And I think a lot of people misconstrue high maintenance and rude or high maintenance and stuck up. And I don't think that they're the same thing. I think you have to bifurcate between the two. I think I could be high maintenance and still be grounded and down to earth, like get you a girl that can do both. I still want to go on a hike and I still have all my no makeup days and I still look like shit sometimes when I wake up and like all the time when I wake up, but I still have those moments. I'm not prissy, but I'm high maintenance. Like I like nice shit. So I think that's the kind of distinction there that I'll give you guys. You don't watch award shows like the Golden Globes, Emmys and the Oscars. This is so specific. 
but honestly, dead on. I was just looking at Kylie and Timothy Chalamet though. So I see it all on socials. I feel like I end up scrolling TikTok and I'll see it on there when I'm following. There's a couple accounts that I like to follow that cover pop culture stuff. And so I feel like I'll see it on TikTok and sometimes on Instagram and like memes. And then I'll go and look at the fashion. So I like to look at all the outfits and the fashion afterwards, but I don't usually watch. I used to watch the Grammys a lot when I was more into music and that whole time in my life, but I really don't watch them anymore. I honestly think I don't even know how to turn on the cable part of my TV. I just always watch Netflix or (laughs) Prime or shows like that, but I never really watch like live TV anymore. Is that weird? You are a nostalgic person and like visiting songs or like visiting things, songs, movies, places from your past. I definitely think I'm nostalgic. I I love like home movies. I like going to the snow cone place I used to go to with my parents growing up. I like doing things that remind me of my childhood for, for sure because it was a happy time for me. So I think I am nostalgic. And since those memories were good for me, it feels positive to reflect on those things. I also, it took me a long time to learn to detach like meaning from things when it came to like things from childhood. Like I would have like a stuffed animal and be like, no, but this got me through some hard times. I feel like my stuffed animal had feelings. I don't know how else to describe that, but it's true. So yeah, I think I am nostalgic. You're hard to approach. I don't know. I don't think of myself that way. When it comes to you guys, I always say, please say hi. The funny thing is I've got such a radar for it now. I can spot you guys. I always know when you're like one of my people. Like when you guys know me, I know I know you too. It's like a sonar and I just can spot you guys a million miles away. So I feel so much more comfortable when people come up and talk to me than when they don't. Because if people don't talk to me, it looks more like them whispering to their friend, like, I think that's Courtney, blah, blah, blah. And I can usually hear it or see it. And that makes me a little bit uncomfortable, to be honest, but it never makes me uncomfortable when you guys say hi. So 10 out of 10 times, I would love somebody to come up and say hi to me because I genuinely enjoy meeting you guys. It's like one of my favorite things because otherwise I feel like I just talking to my phone all day and I'm a crazy person. So I prefer when you guys come up to me, it's so much fun. When it comes to like in the dating realm, I could see myself being unapproachable because I don't get suckered in by things. Like I'm never going to be the girl that's looking for a guy to buy me a drink at the bar when I'm single ever. I'm like, nah, like fuck that. I'll buy my own drink. I don't want to feel like I owe you anything. So I think I'd probably give off pretty standoffish vibes in that sense. But when it comes to you guys, my girls, yes, please always come say hi. I would love to meet you guys. Your heart would love to give Kinsley a sibling. We were just talking about this earlier. I don't know, honestly. I'm 100% sure that I am 100% unsure about that. I have no idea. I don't think I know the answer right now. And I think it's because I'm not in this situation. When I'm certain that I have the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And when I find like that partner and I'm at that place with somebody where I'm really sure that they're who I want to do life with, I think I'll know the answer to that question. I think a lot of it is also going to be determined by them and how they feel and what they want and where where they're at too. So 
I honestly don't know. I don't feel like it's super heavy on my heart right now. Like Kinsley needs a sibling because the reality is she's kind of already grown up like an only child. She's six years old. And by the time I actually were to have another kid, I mean, it wouldn't be tomorrow, knock on wood. So it could genuinely go either way. You would do a reality show. No, false. I have been asked to do reality shows more than one time. I most recently got emailed about Real Housewives of New York, which is funny because I am not in New York and I also am not a housewife. But I think they have like a more broad view on it now where it's more like the, I don't know, married to your career or whatever it is. But no, I wouldn't do a reality show for a couple of reasons. This is not to knock anyone else on reality TV. So I'm kind of mindful of what I'm saying because this is just for me personally. I feel like I have worked so hard to build what I have and I've been really thoughtful about showing what I want to show, not showing what I'm not comfortable showing. And I've gotten in this really good rhythm of feeling vulnerable, but not like my whole life is lived for somebody else, if that makes sense. And so I think I am at a place where I'm very comfortable and doing reality TV is like giving someone else all control and say over everything that they show. And I just don't want to do that. I also think people go on reality a lot of times to get a following and gain a following. And I have a following and I'm so grateful for that, but I don't feel like I need the reality show to get it. And I think it just ends up being, I don't want to feel like I'm living in a fishbowl. And I think that's, that's how I personally would feel, but that's not to knock anyone else who does it. I think you can do it for different reasons. You are not a sports girly with a bunch of laughing faces. False. Actually, I am a sports girly. Your girl was captain of the lacrosse team in high school. Thank you so much. Played competitive volleyball for years. I love football. I love basketball. I'm actually very much a sports girly, but I'm also a girly girl. So I like to do both. It just depends on my mood and the day. I like to be Mary-Kate and Ashley, if you know what I mean. That you don't read your DMs. False. I definitely read my DMs and I try to get to as many as I can, but obviously just based on the volume, it's hard, but I hate it when someone has DM'd me like a bunch of times and it takes me a while to see the DM and then I see it and there's all these DMs above it. I always feel so bad, but I really, really promise I try to get to as many of you guys as I can. But obviously if I spent my whole day DMing, I wouldn't get anything else done. So it's just not really physically possible, but I definitely read my DMs and I try my very best to respond to as many of you guys as I can. You're loyal and give the best advice. Drop anything to be there for a friend. Thank you. That's really a nice compliment. And I do for sure. I think I'm very loyal, ride or die kind of person. And definitely would drop everything for a friend. And that's what I do for the people that are really close to me in my life. Again, over the past couple of years, that circle has gotten smaller and smaller so that I can do that for the people in my life that are worthy of that kind of commitment and time. And for those people, a million percent. And that's also something that my mom really, really like raised me to she raised me so strong in that belief. Like she had a smaller core group of friends and she was always there for her friends, calling them and checking in, seeing how they were. I remember a couple of times growing up, my mom would get a call from someone and it sounded juicy. And I would say, what happened? And she'd say, 
nothing. It's not my story to tell. Like was always very close lipped about what other people were going through. And I always really admired that and took a page out of her book. So when someone comes to me and they say, here's what I have to tell you, this is going on in my life. Don't tell anyone. I genuinely don't tell anyone. And that's something that I absolutely learned from Liz, which is probably no surprise if you guys listen to the first episode, which was an episode with my mom. I'm going to try to get her on for more episodes. I'll call her after this. You dislike clutter. I hate clutter, but I am also the culprit of so much clutter in my house. So I hate it. It makes my brain feel like it's melting and I feel like I'm losing my mind because I cannot work or get anything done when things are messy, but I'm like a naturally messy person. There's also a big difference in being dirty and messy. I'm not dirty, but I'm messy. And when it is that way, I cannot think and function. So I really try to be better about it. It's something that I'm still working on as an adult, as a 36 year old, I still struggle with this. I like to keep my house organized and clean, but also with my job, there's a million things coming in all the time, boxes, packages. So it's, I've really learned that I have to like get shit out when other stuff comes in and it's like this whole system. So I do really dislike clutter, but I'm also kind of bad about it. And I try, I'm trying to be better. I've made a lot of progress, but there is still, still an area of opportunity in my life for sure. You don't hold back what you have to say and how you feel. True. I think I never really hold back how I'm feeling anymore. Whether or not I choose to say it completely depends on the situation and the scenario. There have, there have been scenarios where I just remove myself if I'm uncomfortable saying something, I know it's like not a situation that I want to be in per se, but I'm definitely at a place where I'm comfortable saying how I feel about something. It's just maybe I'm going to choose to take the high road and not say it, but it's not because I'm not comfortable. It's because I'm like making an active decision that that's how I want to handle that particular situation. You wish Debs was sold in a store somewhere. Sure do. And one of these days... I think that's going to happen for us, guys. So stay tuned on that, that you're easy to be around. I think this depends on the situation and the scenario. I think I'm e really easy to be around for my best friends when I'm having, when I'm like off the clock and I'm not working and I'm chilling in a relationship. I'm really easy to be around a lot of the times. And then a lot of the times I'm not easy to be around because my standards are really high and I have high expectations of myself and other people. So I could see that being harder to be around because it's like asking people to consistently improve and be the best versions of themselves. That's kind of a tricky one to answer yourself. But I think that's like a pretty fair way to answer that question. You're cutthroat in a good way. Yes. I think I'm very cutthroat. I'm very warm to the people that I love in my life, like all of my friends, and my family and, and obviously Kinsley and people like that in my life, my best friends. But I think I can be very cold when people do me wrong. I'm like hyper loyal and I'll take a bullet for the people in my life. And then if you really, really wrong me, if you betray me, if you fuck me over, if we're dating, you cheat on me, I'm ice fucking cold, like very cold quickly. Like I can just turn it off, which I'm not saying is a good or bad thing, but it is just how I am. You're an impulse purchaser for sure. I'm absolutely a very impulsive purchaser or I have kind of notoriously been my whole life. I think lately I've tried to be more mindful of my purchases and make sure that if it's something that is like fashion 
related or like, like an accessory, something that's higher end too. I really am more mindful about making sure I'm going to be able to get a lot of wear out of it. Cost per wear for sure. I think lately I've tried to make more classic like purchases. I know I'm going to wear a million times over, but I've definitely had my fair share of impulsive purchases. And that's absolutely my kryptonite. Like that is absolutely my vice, if you will, is shopping. You fall in love fast. No, I'm like a very flirtatious person. I think I become like interested in somebody, but I can become uninterested extremely quickly. And loving someone, it takes at this point in my life, it's such a deeper, different thing that it takes me a lot longer to get there. I have been in one too many uncomfortable situations where like a couple weeks in, someone's like, I love you. And I'm like, thank you, which can definitely be awkward. So I think in the past, before I learned all the lessons that I have learned in the past three years, four years, I have moved quickly in relationships, but I feel like that version of me is kind of gone. To be honest, I don't really even have the capacity to want to move that quick anymore because I've learned that that is single-handedly the thing that got me into a lot of negative situations, thinking that I knew somebody better than I did before time allowed to show me that I didn't. So I absolutely think maybe that used to be true, but now I don't even think it's physically possible for me, to be honest. The non-strict parent. To be completely transparent with you guys, this one's kind of hard because while Alex and I co-parent Kinsley together, I don't really like see physically see him parent her because I'm not there. So I guess it's kind of hard to, I can assume based on like what I know about him as a person that I think we would be strict about different things. I'm the enforcer of things like her mindset and her positivity and how she treats people and how she treats herself and being like affirming people and learning and growing. Like I would say I'm strict in those ways as much as I know that's like a weird way to answer the question. I'm not strict on her getting in trouble for things just because I want, as I learned from my parents growing up, I want my home to be a safe place for her where she always feels comfortable and able to express herself and be herself. And so I don't really get mad or I'm not really strict, super strict, but she's also six. So I haven't had that many things to be strict about. She's such a kind, positive like well-adjusted, amazing, brilliant human that I don't have that much to be like strict about now. If she was at school and she did something really mean and terrible, it's like another kid. Like, yeah, I would be strict about that, but she just wouldn't because it's not who she is. So talk to me in her teenage years when we're both wanting to pull our hair out, then my opinion might change, but I don't really have that many reasons to be strict with her. That you're obsessed with lip filler. Um, fuck you. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm not obsessed with lip filler. I love my lip filler though, but I don't think I get it like a crazy amount anymore. I was honestly, I was looking back. I'll give you this one. I'll give it to you. One, two, three, four lemons. I was looking back at a couple of videos. I was like going down memory lane earlier and like back in 2020, like early quarantine days. My lips were a little too big. I'll give it to you. I see you. I hear you. I didn't really see it in the moment. Right now, I genuinely love them. 
So I am obsessed with my lips with the lip filler. I love it. I love how they look right now. I think they look great, but I'm not obsessed with getting lip filler. Like I got it a couple of weeks ago for the first time in like a year. I hadn't gotten in a long time. I'm finding that it lasts longer over time, but I think you should do you no matter what. If you don't like lip filler, it'll let you in on a little secret. You don't need to tell anyone. You can just not go and get it, but you don't need to let me know that you don't like it. You kindly smile and laugh at men who approach you and keep walking. (laughs) And they gave a little peace sign. That's really cute. I don't know. I think I definitely laugh sometimes. I think maybe I laugh more when I'm uncomfortable. If I'm feeling pretty comfortable, I think I'd usually make like a smart ass, witty, kind of like sassy comment to them and then keep walking. I like to twist the knife a little bit if someone's being like a douchebag, but if they're being cool, then I wouldn't laugh at them and be rude or anything. But if they're not, I think they're, they're asking for it a little bit. Can we get a house tour? Honestly, probably no. I will show you guys like rooms in my house, but I feel like walking around the house and being like, here's the back entrance. This is how you enter. If you press the code this, you can get in. Now walk up and take a right to my room. And Kinsley was like, no, probably not like the safest thing to do, to be honest. But I think the real underlining question is like, do you want to see the rooms in my house? And yeah, I can show you guys for sure um, the different areas in my house. There are like absolutely areas where I'm like, I love it. This feels so cozy and great and we love it here. And then there's like, you know, a junk closet, pretty typical. I think I've shown you guys my Harry Potter closet before, but if not, I can show you again soon. So yes, I think your underlying question is, can I show you more of my house and home decor? And I can absolutely do that. You are the boss in the relationship. I think I have been that way and, and I haven't. And I'm not sure which way has served me. To be honest, I think it's more about a balance. I think any time in my life where I've been like, I'm wearing the pants and like, it's not really going to be great. And then the times when I feel like I had no say was also fucking terrible. So I think it's a little bit of both. For me, my goal is to kind of remain in my feminine within a romantic relationship because I have to be in my masculine for work so often and getting things done and almost even like single parenting and just doing shit. I find myself in my masculine a lot. And so being able to be in my feminine in a relationship is really important, but I think having a healthy flow is the key. So I try to do both at different times. You'd like a partner to share life with, but just haven't found him. Yeah, I definitely want a partner to share life with, but it has to be the right partner. I made this joke the other day on TikTok because I'm constantly getting the comment from people, not constantly, but every now and then someone will comment saying like, oh, why are you guys taking advice from someone who can't keep a man? And it's like, babe, first of all, that's not what happens here. Um, And second of all, it's not about keeping a man. It's about finding the right man that you want to keep. I think there's this weird thing in our society where it's like, find a man, get married, do the things. And like, then you have made it in your life. Like there's your goal. You're ready to go. And at the end of the day, it's like, I don't just want like a man. I want the man. It's super, super fucking easy to find a man. There have been many and they've all gotten cut by the way, not because I couldn't like hold on to them, but because I didn't want to hold on to them. 
And why would you? It's all about finding the right person for you, person that's a fit for you and every category is someone that it's just easy with. And and there are obviously always gonna be hard times and hard days, but someone that you stand behind enough to want to do life with and work through things with, someone that is like genuinely a partner, of course I want, but that's very different than just like finding a man. You've always been very confident. No, I don't think I was always very confident. I mean, I had a mustache in middle school, so that took a few years to get over. So no, I don't think I was always confident. I grew up in an era where I, like at the time, was going through puberty. My hair got super curly. I basically had a mustache, which shout out to my mom, told me to bleach it. Like I probably should have just shaved it at that point. I got made fun of for that for sure. I didn't love my bushy eyebrows. Like I want to be Mary Kate and Ashley. And that was just not happening for me in that moment. So I was not always confident. I think I absolutely learned to be extremely confident. I'm deeply confident in who I am now, which I've done episodes about, but that's driven by the fact that I know I will always show up for myself. I keep a promise to myself and I look good doing it. So yes, I am now confident, but I absolutely was not confident in my mustache days. Also, shout out to all of the guys who were mean to me in middle school who came back around later trying to be nice. So I'm assuming that your new podcast is all about you and your advice. It's not a guest oriented. Definitely wanted to root and ground the podcast with a lot of solo episodes because that's kind of what we're doing here. But I absolutely have guests that I have had on and that will be coming on. Lots of really good ones for you guys to get excited about. So stay tuned for that. But it's going to be a really good mix, I think, of solo episodes and guests. So true and false. You've always had a lot of friends, including when growing up. I think I always have had a decent amount of friends, but that doesn't always, that doesn't mean I've always had good friends. I'm very fortunate and I've fought for it right now in my life to feel like I have really, really good friends but I haven't always felt like that at all. I think just because you have friends doesn't mean that they're good. And sometimes in the seasons of my life where I feel like I knew the most people or was talking to the most people, they were the hardest seasons almost. Like I didn't necessarily feel feel fulfilled or happy or seen. I still felt really alone in all those seasons, even though I was surrounded by a lot of people. And I think when I pared down and have more quality relationships over quantity, I've been a lot happier that way. Your ex-husband cheated on you. False. Didn't get cheated on, to my knowledge at least. I don't think I got cheated on. (laughs) That was definitely not the reason that we broke up at all. So no, he did not cheat on me. Looks like you don't associate with a lot of influencers, but I trust it's for good reason. You seem real. Thank you. I think I've definitely weaned down my circle over the years because I've gotten burned and those things were really hard for me. I think at this point in my life, I don't associate with other girls just because they're influencers. The friends that I have that also create content and that are influencers or that are in this world are friends that I would have any other day in any other career. It's just people that I would be friends with in general, not because this is our shared career. I think it's hard sometimes as amazing as it is, there are unique things to this career path that it's nice to have other people that you feel like understand those things. And I think for me, I was seeking sort of like camaraderie in that way. And then I learned over time that just because someone has the same career as you or same career path as you doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a good friendship fit for you. So after 
getting burned a couple of times, I think I just have learned to do my own thing. And most of my best friends, I would say, are not influencers, although I still do have quite a few good girlfriends who are influencers. And I also think it's all about what you guys see and don't see. Sometimes I have like tons of offline conversations with people, FaceTimes, calls, texts, DMing with girls who I know and I have loved for years and that are influencers I've been friends with for a million years and are still my really good friends to this day. But just because you don't see those friendships online doesn't mean that they're not happening behind the scenes. So I think yes and no, I definitely have really good friends in this industry that I've had for a long time that I love and respect so much. And then friends that do completely different careers that have nothing to do with this at all. So I think I'm just in a place where I want just good friends in general, regardless of what they do. And some have similar careers to me and some don't. That's it. A little sweaty, but honestly, that one was fairly easy. You guys are pretty, pretty nice on that one. So thank you guys. I love you. And I hope you liked this fun little assumptions about me episode. Maybe DM me a couple more assumptions and we can do like a part two of this or something. Cause I think that would be really fun. Let's keep them coming, make them juicy. I love you guys. And I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.